0: From the historic River Market in downtown Kansas City, Missouri, from the crystal blue waters of the Missouri River, it's Two Douchebags and a Microphone Podcast. Today, a brand new feature
1: Strange Insults from an Alien. May you always step in a wet spot after putting on fresh socks
0: about what's just happened. You don't know what to do. You don't know where to go, but we can tell you what you can eat.
1: <laughs> wild asparagus is plentiful and easy to find. It can be stewed with garlic and onion, which is both wild, which can be easily found in a very tasty post-apocalypse food. You can make this into a delicious stew And this will hold you over at least for a couple of days until you can find some other food.
0: Next up, things overheard in hell.
1: Hurry up. Kim Jong-un is playing Santa at the mall again this year. Yay! Two douchebags and a microphone i'm mark and i'm rob hey everybody thanks for joining us tonight um i got uh some uh alternative cuss words i've got some emails like uh you know we're talking about um we're talking about the emails yeah Yeah, so i get caught up (laughs) yeah yeah i I, i'll do them here in a little bit um some surprising ones too you'll see what i mean when i get to it that's it it's yeah. like I didn't, they're kind of out of left field, pretty interesting, What, what's on people's minds. So, um, anyhow, um, how about if we start off with, sol, with some alternative cuss words, that sound good?
0: Oh, I love those. I do too. I, I've got a couple I've been using.
1: Oh, okay, cool, then you can introduce yeah. them. Um, okay, alternative cuss words for people that may not know. And, and if you don't know, then I don't know what to say, because that means you have not been listening to us. And that, quite frankly, hurts me, to my soul. What about you? Yes, it does. It hurts Rob, too. Do you want to hurt us? Is that it? Is that it? Do us being hurt, does that make you feel good? Is that it? Is that why you don't listen? Well, anyhow. Alternative cuss words is this. Okay. You're in a public place, a business... A church a school but you really want to call somebody a dumb son of a bitch or a dumb motherfucker or whatever but you can't because of where you're in a hospital whatever so you want to get the point across that you're calling this person a dumb son of a bitch but you can't call him a dumb son of a bitch so you have to go to something else like this one guy I used to work with um, the, the the hires up really didn't like us using profane language I mean, even though we didn't really work with the public, per se, and they couldn't really hear us, I mean, maybe if they had their ear to the fucking door, uh, to the kitchen or whatever, you know. Um, but, anyhow, I used to love piss him off. I would call him a banister. And he'd just flip yeah. out. I'm not a banister! And then if I really wanted to piss him off, I'd call him a wooden banister. And he would just fucking just freak out. So that is what these came from. Is that right there? Calling somebody a stupid son of a bitch, but not actually calling them a stupid son of a bitch, but letting them know you're calling them a stupid son of a bitch, but you're not actually saying stupid son of a bitch. All right. So, my first alternative cuss word is call someone a drainage tube. Ooh. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. You ever see somebody that had like a port line or something from an infection and they had to have a drainage tube put in their body? Well, that's what you're calling somebody. A drainage tube, and it is uh, about as nasty. <laughs> I mean, really, it's about as gross as you can get. Look, they serve a purpose and they're great because they help people get better. I know that, but I mean, how would you like to be that drainage tube? <laughs> so, anyhow, you call someone a drainage tube, gets the point across, they feel horrible, you feel great, you walk off, going, ha ha ha, I got one over on them, they don't even know what I said drainage tube, nothing wrong with that, I didn't call him a stupid son of a bitch, so, yeah. Next one that I really like is, uh, call someone a finger splint. <laughs> you're, you're not that's even a cast. Bad. Yeah, yeah, it's that's not, bad. it's not quite a drainage tube, but it's a hindrance, that's calling somebody a pain in the ass, a drainage yeah. tube or, or a finger splint. Is calling someone a pain in the ass, because that's what a finger splint is. I had to wear one not too long ago. And that's all it is is a pain in the ass. I mean it just gets in your way on everything. Even scratching your nuts gets in your way. So finger splint means someone's a pain in the ass. And I think they get it and probably the way it rolls off your tongue. You're a finger splint. you know. Then when you come back with that, I am not, then you're a dumbass, you know. So anyhow. Next one. Call someone a cheese stick. Yeah, yeah, that's just like... To me, that's like a very low IQ IQ human being, right? It's like, you're just a cheese stick. You're just like a piece of cheese with breading on it. Preferably fried, maybe baked, maybe air fried. Dipped in ranch and, and eaten by Joe Consumer. Cheese stick. Not a good thing to be called. So, that's like calling someone a sausage casing or something like that. So, next one, 20-weight motor oil. Just, just, do what? Wow. Yeah. Like, 28 motor oil, 20-weight motor oil. Yeah, not good. You weren't even 10W40. You weren't even SAE30. You were 20-weight motor oil next one just call someone a cabbage yeah like, huh you're a cabbage ah I am not guess you are you're a cabbage no <laughs> now go over there and lie in the Sun or whatever cabbages do so go be made into coleslaw no ah. this next one I like it it's a little weird. Corrugated hose and corrugated hose has the steel wrap around slinky like stuff for you know to make yeah. it stronger and it's just I mean you usually see it outdoors sometimes it's underground sometimes it's not a lot of times they have it coming off the gutters uh, you know to to take all the water away from the house or whatever so corrugated hose, not only does it look unappealing, it sounds unappealing and no one wants to be called it. So, next one.
0: I wouldn't want to be called that.
1: No, nah, nah. so no. Corrugated hose. Ah. Next one. Masking tape. That's pretty solid. It's not the best, but it's solid. It's uh-huh. just like, you know, you can be used like untrimmed uh, to paint. You could be, I don't know, to hold something together. Um, uh, I mean, masking tape actually is a wonderful idea, but you don't want to be called it, right?
0: Right.
1: Yeah. Yep. Next one, I really like this one because it's its just gross. Call someone a genital wart. <laughs> Ow. Yeah, that one's bad. That was real bad. Genital wart. So you're like a little knob hanging off of someone's fucking dick or whatever. Or fucking vagina or whatever. A genital wart. Down there in that area. But you're not even like a real thing. You're just like a little nub of skin. A nasty little nub of skin. Yeah. Hanging off someone's genitals. Not good. Not good. Next one. I like this one a lot too. Just because it really illustrates a picture of the person being like, I don't know, uh, uh, a little pansy. Call them blended fruit. <laughs> so you could be a pineapple and orange, I don't know, maybe a peach, all thrown in a blender and just fucking ramsacked into smithereens, almost juiced, but not quite. So you're like really soft fruit all mixed together. Chopped up and blended. Blended fruit. And that one's a good one to call people because it really kind of illustrates them as a pussy, right? Right. Yeah. So you preferably call a man that just to kind of, uh, I don't know, uh, demasculate them a bit if they're being a real dick or something. You're, oh, yeah, you're a blended fruit. <laughs> Next one suction cup. I like that one just because it's weird. You're like a cup yeah. that, that that sticks to things, you know? It's just, uh... No rhyme or reason. It's just, you know, just a suction cup. Yeah, you're just like, I don't know, wherever, stuck on a wall, stuck on a piece of glass, whatever, lying on the floor. Suction cup. Next one. Call someone ragweed. Ragweed sucks. <laughs> ragweed is disgusting. Ragweed blows. Ragweed makes a lot of people with itchy eyes and cough and sneeze, and they hate it. So, if you yeah. call, that's another one that's calling someone a pain in the ass, is calling them ragweed. That just means they're a complete pain in the ass, and, you know, it's like, ugh, oh my God, here comes that ragweed again. So, whoever. Next one and final one carry on bag. And that's that bag that always gets you. It's a you know, you got the carry-on bag, and then all of a sudden they come up and go, well, it's got to fit in here, and all that stuff. And then a lot of times you got to take some of the contents out and throw it in your main luggage because it won't fit in that little compartment deal that they have at the airport to show you how small the bag's got to be. So, yeah. So, that is the end of uh, of these uh, said, um, oh no, alternative square words or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, anyhow, how about if we uh, go into some emails like I promised? I got a few of them done. Yeah. I still have a lot more to go, but what I'm doing is I'm cherry-picking the last, the the ones that have been there the longest and getting to them, and then the newer ones I'll get to. I'm going to try to keep doing this in a more timely fashion and keep uh, printing them out and keep um, you know, and staying on them to where we get caught up. I did not expect right. this much of a... Uh, um, of a push for people I didn't think that people gave enough shit to write in honestly did you?
0: Not really but I'm glad they do I, I, I am different. too I'm
1: really amazed it's been an influx of quite a few people and it's really kind of uh, startling to me that that made people give that much of a shit about what we say or whatever or do or act to send us in stuff you know good or bad well, or indifferent Yeah. be
0: honest yeah This podcast has made a big difference in my life.
1: I've heard a lot of people say that it keeps them chuckling. They enjoy it. They look forward to new episodes. They go back and look through other episodes. I I was told that some of the stories that I have are some of the best stories I've ever heard on or off the radio. They said that they're just like they're they're just stuff that like uh, that are just gold. That they're so funny and clever. And, you know, I mean, that's just the way we grew up, man. We got bored easy, you know. We had, Yeah. 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 Um, Someone, let's see, what did someone say? This is an email. When we very first opened up the new email, said the piss story was one of the funniest things they'd ever heard. Gross, (laughs) but one of the funniest things they'd ever heard. Then another one said that Babel Snatch was just insanely good. I mean, you know. That's a true story. That all is and, a true story. All I can of these. vouch for all these stories. All of them are true. Or the phone pranks when I used to call Quick Trip. Yes, yeah. yes, I remember that. <laughs> I mean, all of these are legendary because we're all teenagers and people knew the stupid shit I was doing, you know. And they they, they are well known for uh, for they're legendary for being for being very clever pranks. So
0: yes,
1: yeah. So, like I said, you me were and a day, master, and Mark, you, and you were a people, master. Ah, thank you I got bored easy that's all it was (laughs) serious I got bored easy and I had to find a way to entertain myself so it was that's what what I did that's what we did so okay uh, (laughs) now on to emails Tony from Toulouse Street wrote now Toulouse that's New Orleans I mean I guess there could be another one but the only Toulouse street uh, Street I know is in New Orleans
0: yeah, that's
1: the only one that I can take of. Yeah. Well, anyhow, Tony from Toulouse Street, whether it's New Orleans or not, whatever. Um, I think Rob should pick one wrestling match per week to report on. Maybe the most prolific match. Just an idea. We love the show. From NOLA out. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, New Orleans, NOLA. Okay, NOLA. Okay. Right on. Okay, cool. Well, um... Tony from Toulouse. I think that's the most solid idea I've heard about wrestling. Pick yeah. one match to focus in on, and, uh, and, you know, and you can do a little commentator, what you think, what you thought happened to whoever, you know, um... Uh, yeah,
0: because I've I got a match that, with a story to it that a lot of people watch that they don't even know that... Yeah.
1: Okay, well, I think Tony from... Uh, Toulouse Street has a great idea there. Uh, you pick one one feature match and and break that down and describe it, and, uh, and that will be your report for the week. So it sounds to me like he didn't quite say this on here. This is just a quick email he jotted off. Um, right. Okay. He wants one a week, but it's one match, one feature match, probably the best match of the night, and he wants you to break that down and talk about it. All right, and I want Thank you to you. know he called it wrestling. I didn't add that. He wrote wrestling. Right, he didn't write right wrestling. On. So the guy knows what he's doing. So
0: yeah, he does. Yep. Well, hey, no, yeah, Nola, they know they're wrestling.
1: Yes, yeah. So Noah, I, uh, I hope, I hope you are spreading the word down there. We love New Orleans, and we would love to go down there and visit and do some podcasts there. So please, I, I got a cousin in Nola. Is his name Tony? No. Okay. His name is okay. Josh. Okay. Tony, tell your friends. Get more people to listen. Please. We would love to come down there. We come down there, you join us. You come oh. down. You'll oh, be yeah. a 1st level oh, yeah. listener Yeah. So.
0: Okay, I'll, ta- I'll, ta- I'll take a trip down
1: there. Yeah, me too. Hell yeah, I'll, I'll take a trip down there Don't in a hot second. My arm. Oh, I love it. I used to go there so much. I haven't went there in a while, but man, I used to go there. Shit, every chance I got, I was down there. I love that place. So.
0: Oh, I love it too. Yeah,
1: it's very unique atmosphere, unique food, everything. I still love the fact that they still have Romeo catchers um, on the top of all their buildings. Are you familiar with what I'm I'm talking about, Rob?
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. Well, this is back in the 1400s, I believe, and uh, the French, uh, they would go out to gather food and stuff during the day, but they were naturally suspicious little fuckers, so they didn't want anyone coming in there and banging their fucking girl while they're gone. So, what they would do is they would take broken bottles on strings and put ricin poison on them. So, if they were coming in the front door and a suitor was leaving out the back door, that they would have to go over these uh, bottles and then they would go back there and go, Bitch, you've been unfaithful. What do you mean? What's that guy right there? Yeah, the guy lying there bleeding dead? Yeah. 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 So, so yeah, kind of bar, barbaric, but all of those, I mean, they're still on buildings everywhere. Nobody touched them, they left them there. I just find that shit amazing.
0: Yeah, I do, too. I mean, just the culture the food, down there is the, the,
1: the, the culture, The culture's coming together for that incredible food, the Creole and the Cajun, and even the oh. barbecue, the barbecue down there is very unique. It doesn't get a lot of credit because it's pretty spicy. A lot of people don't really consider it barbecue, but it is barbecue. It's just a different brand and style of barbecue. And, I mean, I love it all. There's this place on the Mississippi River down there, just a little shack. And their barbecue I would put up against anybody. Now, I'll tell you what. You need, like, um, uh, ten tums and about five or six omeprazoals. But that shit is good. Oh, it's good. Oh, yeah. I I will have to look up the name, so... um, Anyhow, my phone is, like, over there, and I'm not going to get it. So, but anyhow, um, I could find, I'll could i find the name, and I will uh, broadcast it. But that place needs mention. It's just a little shack on the banks of Mississippi River, and they said they've been flooded out, like, ten times, and then just, you know, they just built another shack. <laughs> so, anyhow, uh, yeah. it's a great place. So, anyhow, Jenny in Knoxville said, Hey, Mark, what about your hairy asshole? Maybe you need to post it.
0: Mm-mm. Uh, I know,
1: I know. Alright, Jenny, here is my rebuttal. Rebuttal. get it? Alright, okay. Yeah. Alright, okay, I'm done with that. Jenny, I have, uh, I've never claimed great asshole hair. I just don't think I have a good crop. I am getting a colonoscopy next week, I really am. I will ask my doctor what he thinks, and I'll report back to you. Fair enough? Good idea. Today. All right, I'll ask him. He'll be right hey, there. Did you have know. a witness? Yeah. Did you have a witness? That's right. Dr. Martin has done my colonoscopy before. I have full confidence in him. And I think if I gently asked him to rate my asshole hair, I think he would. Right? Yeah. 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 I mean, wouldn't you, as a courtesy, I mean, if you were a colonoscopy doctor... You'd just be like, oh, oh, by the way, I rate your asshole a five. I think you could do better if you grew it out and combed it over or whatever. Or, you know, maybe you need to shave it a couple times, get it coming thicker. I would offer him a little asshole hair advice, too. I mean, you know, just include in the price. I wouldn't charge him any more. I would just give him that. I would give him that because I care. So. Uh, Okay, Jenny, I will get back with you about what my... uh, what my um, colonoscopy doctor thinks. So, next one, William and Harrison. Knoxville, of course, I'm pretty sure was Tennessee, Jenny in Knoxville. I know of yeah. no, well, no, there's a Knoxville, Iowa. I don't know which one oh, it was. That's right, there is, isn't there? Yeah, I don't know, I don't know which one it was. But anyhow, Jenny, thank you. William and Harrison. Harrison. Arkansas, Arkansas, Arkansas. yeah, 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 okay. I guess that's what it is. William and Harrison wrote, thank you for the hairy asshole Olympics. Me and my buddies are putting together a list for consideration. We love the uh, new segments, and what happened to the old voice guy? We love him. Chad is the, uh, he's not the old voice guy. He's the current voice guy, okay? Yeah. I just wanted to bring more voices on here. Because quite frankly If you just hear one guy doing all these promos It gets a little boring you know. So I decided to do an intro With a different voice guy And do a couple of new segments With the new voice guy But he's not really the new voice guy I'll be using other people too Just to uh, switch things up a little bit But Chad is still our voice guy And I'm getting ready to use him again And he's not going anywhere As long as he's willing to do our voiceovers We will use him So, and I think you said something too didn't you Rob about Chad
0: yeah yeah I I noticed that there was a new new voice guy
1: yeah that's simply just to switch things up we love Chad and and that's what
0: you explained to me
1: yeah we love Chad and he's our favorite and we're going to continue to use him but I am going to I also have I want to get another chick's voice involved Uh, I want to get another deep male maybe an English voice involved it's just, all it is is imaging. I mean, it, I'm right. pretty sure that's what they call it. And it's just presenting a different image. Um, anyhow, so you know what? Yeah, Chad is still with us, and he's not going anywhere. And thank you. Thank you for your concern about him, and thank you for uh, your compliments. So, next, Laura in Osage Beach wrote. Now, we know where Osage really? Beach is. Yes, Laura. My neighbor. Yeah, do you know any Laura's in Osage Beach?
0: Ah, uh, not Rob right Hand.
1: Okay, Rob is a very good addition to the show. I hope he is permanent. I love those art twang he brings to the show. Laura, send Rob nudes. If you really love it, if you really love him, send him nudes. Fair enough. Laura, I'm in Camdenton. That's not right very far. Right street. If you really love Rob, you will go down there and give him a hummer tonight.
0: Oh uh, no, let's not go there. I gotta go work him. Oh no, no, no! It's it's a, a cup.
1: Right. This isn't gonna be posted for two or three nights. Oh, so we're probably looking at Friday or Saturday night. Oh, okay. So Laura, go take care of your boy. Come on, come on now, come on. Get the old. If uh, you're single, if
0: you're single. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, wait a minute, wait
1: a minute. I'm sorry. If you're married, I'm sorry. Didn't mean to go there. I don't oh, oh no and plan. you're over age if you're over 18 and you're single yes, yes. Uh, all Sorry of this you. is contingent on all of that yeah thank you Rob thank you you <laughs> so, um, gotta wash my ass Laura Rob is permanent even if Topher comes back he's permanent we've already got a plan in place if Topher feels like coming back on a permanent basis that he's still here we will use all three of us because all three of us are damn good and we love hearing all three of us so it's all planned. Yeah, it's it, all it's, planned. it's all good. No reason to fret. Rob is here to stay. The only thing that can take Rob you know, out you know, is, you know, is you know, himself. We he? Not big That's right. Like Rob's penis when you come down and rub it. <laughs> <laughs> if you're single and over age. <laughs> okay, next, Mark. You have an amazing talent. Your quick wit steals the show. Are you uh, planning on learning professional computer programs for better sound? I mean, the show is this good being, as you described, as a tin can outfit. I could only imagine a cleaner, crisper sound. Love it. Please keep them coming. Samantha in Overland Park. P.S. Okay. I can
0: vouch. I can vouch. Mark has always been quick-witted like that. Always. As long as. I've known him since 1985, and he can jump on stuff quicker
1: than anybody I know. Um, Like I said, I go back to boredom. (laughs) Boredom makes you uh, good at stuff like this. So, and I used to get picked up. I I was a fat, poor kid. That's
0: your brother. That's your brother,
1: man. I was a fat, poor kid growing up. I had to come up with a defense mechanism.
0: Yeah, you did.
1: And that was my wit. I could outwit these brain-dead fucking uh, morons that used to come at me. I would just say shit that would just destroy them right in front of them and deep pants them right in front of them. And I had to develop that because if not, these fuckers are going to try to ruin me. And it's, it's no kidding. They were brutal. They used to make fun of me. They used to fuck with me constantly. And all it did was make me better at my craft. And most of them are living in trailer parks um, not that there's anything wrong with that, but there's wrong with being drug addicts and and just like uh you know just kind of like lying around right. in your feces. Right. So, anyhow, that is one of the reasons I got so good at that. And thank you, thank you, Samantha. And she also said, Mad Rob love also. She said, P.S. Thank you, Mad thank Rob loves. So she loves you too. And thank you for the compliment uh, because uh, I pride myself on my quick wit. And my ability yeah. to uh, make things funny, and ability to accentuate things that need to stand out. Um, so thank you, thank you, I appreciate it. So that is all the emails that I could get to today. I didn't have enough time to get through any more. But we still have twenty yeah. on tap that I need to get to. I promise I'm going to keep after them. I'm going to get them. I'm going to get caught up. So people keep sending them in. I will get them caught up. So
0: thank you, each and every one of you.
1: Yeah, thank you for taking the time. Thank you for the suggestions. Thank you for giving a shit.
0: That, that, that's what we need to know is
1: how we're doing. Yeah. If we're even worth listening to. You guys just took and framed up how we're doing in just like, what, five emails? Thank you.
0: Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, and all, all that's going to do is boost us.
1: I'm kind of bummed, though. No one from Montrose has claimed anything on this one. <laughs> I thought we had a little thing going with the Montrose people. Yeah, well, they both called told told me out. Yeah, I know, but I was hoping there'd be another one coming out of the woodwork for Montrose, but not so far. The pride of Henry County, the jewel of Henry County, Montrose. They've got a yep. power plant and a junkyard. They they are set. They are set. And a campground. Oh, and a campground. Oh, camp, camp pra- yeah, I can't forget that. So, yes. Yep. All right, let's take us a little break, and we'll come back. And I don't know if you got anything uh, you, you want to say or anything you want to uh, point out or something, but uh, we'll get to that when we come back here in a minute or so, okay? All righty. Okay.
0: A lot of podcasts just come from a can. Here at Two Douchebags and the Microphone, we pour our own podcasts.
1: Oh shit,
0: what's that over there? Oh no, it's an island of horrible jokes. A ship turning red paint, and a ship turning blue paint collided. They were all (laughs) marooned. And now thoughts with Mark.
1: Let's see here a package of eight hot dogs a package of ten hot dog buns. I would have to buy ten packs of hot dogs and eight packs of buns to even it out. Should I buy them at once? Should I freeze them or just continue to zigzag them and hope for the best? (sighs) I hate adulting.
0: Two Douchebags and a Microphone, the number one show for people that lie about their favorite podcast.
1: Bags in a microphone and I am the Mark portion of it. And I am the Rob portion. Alright, Rob, you have anything you want to get to? Anything you want to say? Anything whatever?
0: Yeah, I ran across a fact check story. Cool. And this comes on Snopes. I've never heard of SNOP. Yes. Snopes. Never heard well, of Snopes
1: it. has been a big fact check thing, but there's a big thing going on with Snopes. A lot of people say they're wrong a lot so i
0: don't know oh this is just yeah, what i, I read and
1: heard so i don't know so go ahead go ahead with it and we can make up our own mind right yeah yeah well that
0: that's what we say we bring it to you you make up your own mind
1: yep all right rob the floor okay. is yours go ahead
0: the claim is an online advertisement displayed in november 2023 said that Cracker Barrel Old Country Store planned to close some or all of its locations.
1: Mm Mhm. I remember reading that.
0: Okay. The rating says it's false. I believe that... In October and November 2023, hundreds of different online advertisements were displayed to users on Facebook and Instagram that each showed a photo of a Cracker Barrel or Store restaurant location. The capture of most of the ads read, closing time, all the restaurant chains closing. The ad- ads appeared to hint that Cracker would be closing some of all the locations, going bankrupt or going out of business for other reasons.
1: Uh-huh.
0: All the- all the ads led to an article on the investing dot com website. The headline of the article read Last Call, these chain stores are closing locations in twenty twenty three.
1: Yes. I read that article and I didn't report on it because I didn't believe it. Um it was too clickbaitish and it was websites that I did not recognize.
0: Right. Well what they're saying is they're calling that
1: false. Oh, that they are closing or they're not? No, they're they're saying they're not closing. Well, okay, I read an article about not just not just Cracker Barrel, Applebee's and these other places, chilies and stuff that are kinda like in decline. Okay. Supposedly what they think is going on is these places are putting out these erroneous stories, getting people interested in going to their store before they supposedly shut down. Well, what
0: what the, what this article is saying is that that are, those articles were clickbait.
1: Yes, they were what clickbait they because when I when I read that article and clicked on it, I was like, no, I'm not going on here because it. it it started taking me to some other unknown websites, and I was like, no, this wasn't right. supposed to be like, yeah, that's, yeah, I believe that's that.
0: exactly what they're saying.
1: Well, I have no idea, so if, uh, what you're saying. yeah, I have no idea if that's true or not, but I just read some speculation, I guess, is what it would be that they actually hired someone to do that to say that they're closing to garner interest. But I don't. I don't know if I believe that. I think it's just clickbait. Okay, click I not about exactly oh that. Oh shit, man! My fried chicken's going bye-bye. I better. I better fucking read this. You know. I mean, just like all the other stuff that, you know, um, I forgot. There's like all these other ones. Oh, um, let's see. You cannot believe what they did to so and so. Or check out check out how Andy Reid reacted to Mahomes and what he said. And stuff like that. And then you go there, and there's nothing on it about it. You keep scrolling down, scrolling down, thinking you're going to get to the article, but you don't. And they're getting paid every time some idiot clicks on it. So, yeah, I can believe that. Rob, I think you are absolutely correct on that. I think that Snopes is correct on that. So,
0: yeah, that's uh, that. That's what I was thinking too.
1: Is cool. All right. Um, I've got a little weird little story here, uh, that, um, do you know what Feng Shu is? No. Feng Shu. It is an Asian philosophy and art and almost, almost like a religion. On peaceful, oh, okay. happy, you, yeah, smooth yeah. living. Yeah, yes. now I know what to tell Okay. Okay. Uh, feng Shu translate into wind and water. It's a practice that's help, that helps people align their energies with their surroundings. They came up with a list of bedroom do's and don'ts. And the reason they say this is because sleep is essential to a good life. You've got to have a good night's sleep for anything. No matter what job you do where, you need a good night's sleep. You need to be relaxed. You need to be able to have some proper downtime. And this is their list of bre- bedroom etiquette. That will help you live the things you life that they're talking about. You know, at peace and you know, doing everything correctly.
0: Okay, I'm going to be paying attention to this.
1: um, It's actually very good. It's some stuff that I already knew, and some stuff that opened my eyes a little bit. So, arrange your bed using the principle of commanding position. What that means is, you should have your bed located that when you are lying in bed you can see the door to the bedroom without being in line with it ideally you should place your bed diagonal from the door so you want it diagonal from the door but you want it to where you can see the door if someone comes through there and they have bad intentions or something you can react but not aligned with the door
0: I'm set there
1: Okay. And I agree yeah, with that 100%. percent
0: i to the side, and I sleep on the far side of the bed. On my old well, house I'm in, on the opposite side of the
1: room. On my old house in Cleveland, when I moved the bed, I slept much better because it was aligned with the front door. Although it was in another room, it was aligned with the front door. And when I moved yeah. it and put it on the other side, um, it, it um, I slept better. And it had something to do along those lines. So I agree with him here. I think maybe what it is is you're kind of anxious like someone might run through there and try to hurt you or something. So, anyhow, I agree with that 100%. Okay. The less is more approach. Besides a comfortable bed with uh, feel-good linens, a solid headboard, a grounding rug, eliminate what else you can. No clutter, electronics, no wayward socks. So, this means that... um, The baseboard or the headboard is essential, and a good rug to step your feet on. And this even means carpet. I looked it up a little bit further. They have a good rug that is good solid traction when you get off of your bed. Helps you set the tone for the day. Interesting, isn't it?
0: Okay, I have carpet but no headboard.
1: Okay well i mean if you if you believe in it that much like i kind of like think this stuff is predominantly true um is i mean for you know for relaxation and what have you um get a headboard i don't know i i
0: I still wake up every morning feeling like
1: crap so it's just your age and the work you do (laughs) so (laughs) been there done that okay next no coffin position Feet facing the door is a coffin position. They say that's a no-no. no no. Yeah, I don't face the door. Avoid if possible bed under a window. So if you cannot have your bed under under a window, they say that's ideal.
0: Okay, I have no single window in my room. Okay, good. I'm good there
1: too. Okay. A good, strong headboard represents stability and support in your life. So that's what they're referring to the the uh, headboard as. Okay. So it, it helps you sleep and feel secure, I think is what they're trying to say. That's what I got. What do you think? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's kind of what I got from it too, so okay. Okay, the next thing they say, declutter underneath your bed. Not a good idea to store an old book, letters, or legal work under your bed. Feng Shui, you need uh, states that you need open, even space for energy to flow. And also the other speculation, when you read into Feng Shui a little bit more, is a lot of these letters could be like old love letters or something that like really might have been a torturous part of your life. Yeah. And. Um, part of it goes into that these things resonate up from the paper and into you. So it's bad juju, bad whatever. So they say don't do that. Or legal papers, maybe something, a will, something like that, could be the same thing. Because that dwells on people passing away and the legal part of it and all that so they say leave all of that there and then you also need that energy to surround you around you and encompass you and the only way to do that is to have a flow area underneath your bed that comes up over and around Do you see what i'm saying yeah and i'm good
0: there too okay cool yeah Next i've wh- got i've got this golden lab i can't have nothing laid up laying out
1: okay the next one they say less electronics the better try to rely on books and old-fashioned alarms clocks which is what i do now my phone is not even in the same room a lot of times i just leave it in the other room and i have a good book there i always have a good book that i can delve into um and uh, also have an old-fashioned alarm clock because I don't need the phone next to me. Always, you know, you wake up and all of a sudden you see like 30 messages or like, oh shit, something's going on and it's just a group text of just nothing. So no, I don't like to, nah, I, I'm with them on this. Okay. Yep. Um, create symmetry. The nightstand, they don't have to match the nightstands. Um, they should be in a complementary and balanced so if you have a nightstand on the right side you have a nightstand on the left side about the same position in the room same position on the bed um, yeah. you see they, they want to like maybe your TV should be well they don't like TVs in a room but if you have a TV in your bedroom it should probably be lined up like that or the dressers you know stuff like that so I get it feng shu colors cool blues pale greens is what they suggest as colors in your bedroom that will help you relax and sleep. Small pieces of color should be energy pinks, reds and whites. Be selective about your art. Try to have uplifting, happy, peaceful art. So I'm saying no kale oil paintings, right?
0: We would have one anyway.
1: Rob, you know there's a lot of sick, twisted people out there, right? Oh,
0: that's true, that's true.
1: There's people that actually think they love kale. Look, Rob, wow. look, I hate, to, I hate to say this, but there's people that actually love kale. They think they do. I know, I know.
0: Yeah. I keep forgetting. I keep I know. forgetting.
1: Rob, there are people that actually have been duped, and they actually think that kale is this great thing. We can't save them; they're gullible sheep. There's nothing we can do about that. But if someone's listening to this podcast, remember: no kale paintings or nothing, because that would be horrible energy. You know, I mean, a big fraud, a big lie. You know, that's you know, a big lie in our opinions. Yeah, okay. Anyhow, um just have all the current books near. try to keep all the other books away so the current book means the book that you're reading all the other books you want somewhere else so just have the book that you're delving in to go to bed with at night have that there and that's it no other books the other things they suggest is uh... no home gym in the bedroom no work life permitted no work anything in there. When you go to your bedroom, it should have absolutely nothing to do with work. If you like plants, it says have a plant. Nothing wrong with plants at all. As a matter of fact, they highly suggest it if you like plants. I would not suggest ragweed. That is not a good plant to have in your uh, house. No. Is that safe to say? Yeah, that's very safe Okay. All Okay. Alright, well, that is um, feng shu. And that's what they say is essential to good rest and a good night's sleep. And I think that most of it is spot on. What do you think? Yeah,
0: yeah. All right. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm in good shape. Cool. There's a couple things I could change. But.
1: Good. Well, me too. I predominantly got that nailed. Uh, there's a couple things I need to change up, but most of it I have already. I'm already doing, so I'm good with that. So let's take us another little break, and we will uh, come right back with some more interesting, fascinating, goofy, whatever.
0: Remember to send all male body if part photos have Vod to Rob Bradzynba. the box. podcast for <laughs> you.
1: Oh Lord, that man just sawed a puppy in half. Hey there, don't worry, I have a
0: clown nose.
1: Oh no, that drunk guy just hit my child.
0: It is okay, I have a clown nose. Clown nose, just put one on and you can do anything. Wanna run for office, murder people in public? Just grab a clown nose and bam, everyone
1: laughs. Clown noses are sold at gag stores online and pedophile conventions. Grab one today and make magic happen.
0: Hello, this is Satan. You might know me from my pet name, Inflation. I'm here to tell you that there's no better way to relax than listen to two douchebags and microphone by a nice warm fire at night. I sit there and I reflect on all the souls I burned that day. Enjoy.
1: We are back, two douchebags and microphone. I'm the Mark part of it, and I'm Rob. All right, uh, Rob, you got anything uh, you want to get to, uh, or you want to? Yeah, yeah, I got a little, I got a
0: little something here. All righty. Do you know what baby boxes are? No. I just, I just, this is something I just learned today when I ran across this story.
1: Baby boxes. Can't say I do.
0: Baby boxes, or boxes built into the walls of buildings like fire stations, that can safely hold surrendered infants.
1: Now, I didn't know parents they passed is, that law that you could surrender infants to a fire station, but I didn't know there yeah, were yeah. baby boxes.
0: Yeah, this also goes into that. But okay. Yeah, they're kind of changing it up. Um, parents can open a door, place the baby inside and an alarm will sound alerting personnel that a baby has been dropped off. In 2002, Missouri enacted the State Haven Law, which allows parents to relinquish a newborn up to 45 days old without facing prosecution. Wow. Can be dropped. Efforts <laughs> can be dropped off at hospitals or manned fire stations. But state representative Jim Murphy said some parents don't want any face-to-face interaction, which leads to tragic consequences. It happened time and time again where we discover babies in alleyways or in dumpsters or so forth. For a woman to give up her child after birth, it's got to be a traumatic decision to make. That's why we sponsored language that allowed the creation of baby boxes in Missouri. The first box was installed at the Melville, and I hope I pronounced that right.
1: That's okay.
0: Fire fire Protection District Station 2 in southern St. Louis County earlier this year.
1: Okay, wow. And she says
0: more fire stations are showing interest in that. Well, she says each baby box is designed with safety in mind
1: um okay um I I guess it makes sense you know people yeah. want to remain anonymous and they want the baby to be unharmed so I get it put the baby in the box it'll go to the other side where there's uh, carrying individuals that will take care of this baby
0: right and, and that's what that's why they came up with this law because you know, they were just buying babies everywhere.
1: Yeah, they're, like, throwing them on the fucking lawn and stuff. Yeah, so...
0: Yeah, yeah. in dumpsters, alleyways, wherever, so...
1: Wow. Yeah.
0: They're trying well, to protect them.
1: I... I think that's a wonderful idea. I'm glad they do that. Good. Good. Wow. Good story, Rob. Yeah. Thank you. Yep. Well, um... Mine's not quite so, uh... Um, serious? You know, uh, in England, four men were charged in the theft of a satirical golden toilet titled America at Churchill's birthplace, Winston Churchill. London Associated Press. Four men were charged Monday over the theft of an 18-karat gold toilet from Blenheim Place, the sprawling English country mansion where wartime leader Winston Churchill was born. The toilet, valued at 4.8 million pounds or 5.95 million in dollars, was artwork titled America. The Crown Prosecution Service said Monday, it has authorized criminal charges against four men 35 to 39. The go- the golden toilet was fully functional and people could book a three minute appointment to use it. Now that's interesting, a golden toilet. But what I want to know is how come that golden toilet was named America? Does that sound kind of shitty? Yeah. Yeah, I I mean the the story didn't say anything about that, but I'm kind of like saying "fuck you, England, eat my dick,"
0: (laughs) you know? Say how they got it out of there without being seen.
1: No, it did not go into any of that. It went into a bunch of other stuff that I frankly didn't give a shit about, and that was the court system in England and how they were going to be tried and all this stuff. And the heist actually happened four years ago when they long since got the toilet back, and it's been back installed, and and people have been using it. Okay, okay. Yeah, so So, it was kind of...
0: Yeah, I see what you mean there, the name of it.
1: Yeah, I wasn't really worried about anything else because I could give a shit less whether someone stole a fucking golden toilet from Winston Churchill's fucking childhood home. I frankly don't have enough time in the day to give a shit about that. But what I do give a shit about is this right here, a golden toilet named America. The whole reason I brought this article up was is because I think that's bullshit. let's, uh, Let's fucking find a sewer pond and name it fucking England. Yeah. Uh, I I mean, yeah, it's just it's irritating and the fact that this article made no mention of that at all kind of pissed me off. It was like I I know what they're saying. They're calling us trash, they're calling us sewage, they're calling us dirty. Yeah. yeah. Fuck them, man. We have dental over here. They don't over there. So, right. Fuck 'em. Um, okay, on to something a little bit more positive. And by the way, we don't have very many hits in England. We have a couple in London, so I don't give a shit if I piss them off. Um, Okay. Um, I said last uh, podcast, which you all haven't heard yet, but when you do, you'll know that I said it last podcast, how to make homemade coffee creamers. This is a new rage because coffee creamers have so many things that are very questionable or flat out bad for you. Um, the uh, the preservatives in them a lot of them uh, they consider carcinogens and uh, you know cancer-causing agents so now all the rage is making your homemade coffee creamer and it's relatively easy to do so what I'm going to do is go over some of these easy recipes for you to be able to make your own coffee creamer at home if you choose to which I'm going to start doing okay
0: don't don't forget we have an experiment. Yes. Buttered coffee.
1: Buttered coffee, yes. This goes right along yes. with that. And we're go- I was going to wait till the weekend to try the buttered coffee, and so were you. So Yeah, yeah, me. that's
0: what I'm doing.
1: How about Sunday night's podcast? I just don't
0: want you to forget about it.
1: No, I'm not. How about Sunday night's okay. podcast? Oh Okay. So, therefore, I will try it Sunday morning. Sunday, I have an easy six-hour shift, or it should be easy. So, I get to wake up late and leave early. So, that would be a good morning to try buttered coffee, in my opinion. So, if it sucks Maybe. really bad, it didn't ruin an eight-hour day. It only ruined a six-hour day. So, um, Okay. It all had the day off, so. Yeah. Yeah, so, there we go. Um, French Vanilla. One and one-half cups of condensed milk. One cup milk of choice, almond, oat, skim, whatever whatever you prefer is fine. One tablespoon of maple syrup. One tablespoon of arrowroot starch. One tablespoon of pure vanilla extract. And that is, right there, French vanilla. That easy to make. Those ingredients, do what? I said okay. Yeah, that's not bad. That's a pretty easy list of stuff to do. That is. You have it made in five minutes at the most. Peppermint mocha, if you're in the holiday spirit. Again, one and a half cups condensed milk, one cup milk of your choice, almond oat. Um, what else is there? I even see macadamia nut. Um skim whatever you want one and one-half tablespoons of unsweetened dark cocoa powder one-eighth teaspoon of espresso powder one teaspoon of peppermint extract and two teaspoons of almond extract and that right there is a a peppermint mocha creamer that is delicious because um, I've had someone bring in homemade peppermint mocha before and it is it tastes better than anything you can get off the shelf In my opinion, any of the coffee mates or the international delights or anything, to me, this stuff, or the Starbucks, to me, this stuff tastes better. It tastes fresher. So, and then finally, here's how you make chocolate creamer at home. Easily. Once again, one and a half cups of condensed milk. One cup of milk of choice, almond, oat, whatever. Um... Two tablespoons of unsweetened dark cocoa powder. And one half teaspoon of pure vanilla extract. And that is your mocha creamer. And all of that is that easy to make. And it tastes better. And it's not nearly as bad for you.
0: I think I'm going to try that one.
1: Yeah. I mean, look. I mean, I think we all read the reports on some of the stuff that they put in as preservatives. And... I don't know, you can make your own choice, but I think I'd rather do this. So... Yep. Yeah. So, anyhow, let's see here. Got got a, got a couple other stories we can hit here real quick. Um, I got a little tidbit to do. Oh, yeah, yeah, go ahead, Rob.
0: Yeah, it's a little fact I ran across.
1: Okay. Upon
0: being released in prison, David Allen Coe moved to Nashville in 1967. Uh-huh. Living in his hearse, which he always parked outside the Mother Church of Country Music, a.k.a. the Grand Ole Opry.
1: Oh, yeah?
0: And when the people would attend Opry shows on Friday and Saturday nights, Dave Allen would sit on top of his horse and play his guitar and people soon would notice. He just starting out in the music business. Well, that's how he got started he oh, just, damn. Oh. And, they, and they show a picture of his horse really? Him. yeah wow and on the back of it Dave Allen Co on the, and on the bottom it says support the Grand Ole Opry and he wasn't even playing there He was he was a nobody at that time
1: wow that's a cool story right cool. there Yeah. David Allen Coe, if you haven't heard him, do yourself a favor and look up some of his stuff.
0: Yes. Uh, Uh, Yeah. He's got good and bad.
1: (laughs) Uh, Oh, I forgot. You're right. He has some questionable. Okay. Uh, You know what? Forget it.
0: (laughs) I I used to have a copy of his X Rated album. (laughs) Oh, my God, dude.
1: Yeah, I know, I've heard some of it.
0: Just listen to his regular music, not that (laughs) hour.
1: Yeah, I I have heard some of it. So, um, anyhow, last but not least, Florida family is left baffled after Black Bear swipes Taco Bell delivery from their front porch before coming back for the sodas. So not only was it it was it was uh, not just happy with with the fucking food, forty five dollars worth of food, but I come back and got the drinks too. Yeah, when had to rush all the food. Yeah, Bell. Lady Gutierrez and Daniel Bula had, had ordered forty five dollars of food on Uber Eats to their home in Longwood on Friday night the bear had other di- ideas and snagged the bag of food right after it was dropped off by a delivery woman so <laughs> he didn't even have time to go get it so the home surveillance footage captured shows the animal grabbing the brown bag of food with its mouth and coming back soon to collect the drinks and get if you get a chance look this up it is a great video you see where the bear is just kinda like eh? you know what i'm gonna go back and get the drinks now i got this so <laughs> i got the food now i need the drinks He's a huge bear, too. A huge black bear. That's fucking awesome. <laughs> they come out there to get the food, and it's God, and then they looked on the ring, and they're like, oh shit, a bear got it. <laughs> and the funny thing is, what are you going to do? They're going go, okay, got my food. And there's nothing else you're going to do about it. You're not going to call up Uber and tell them they fucked up. You're not gonna, you're not gonna call up Taco Bell and tell them they owe you something. You're not gonna, you're not gonna go hunt down the bear and take your food back. That's just called a loss, and they took a loss on that. There's nothing else you could do. That's it, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is called just taking the loss and being and and being good with it. That's it. Being like, all right, bear got it. Bear bigger than me. Bear could kill me. Bear gets my food. It is called Law of the Jungle, whatever, the pecking order, all that stuff. So, anyhow, we are getting on the hour mark. So, Rob, do you have anything that you want to say or anything at all?
0: Well, um, did you realize that you could take the word shit and put a different word in it and come up with so many different slang words. No. For instance, for instance, dog shit. Uh huh. Means very poor quality.
1: Yes. Yep.
0: Okay. Bullshit. Not true. Yep. Bullshit. Nonsense. <laughs> ape. Ape shit. Rambunctious.
1: <laughs>
0: yep. <laughs> Bat shit, insane. <laughs> Chicken shit, coward. Rat shit, poor quality. No shit, obviously.
1: <laughs>
0: Holy shit, mind blowing. And there's like
1: 14 different ones just right here. That is fucking. I never even thought about that, but wow. Everything goes with shit when you're describing something. Yeah. Wow.
0: There's fourteen on this. This is one list.
1: Okay. Fucking awesome, Rob. Thank you. Another good segment. Appreciate it. Yeah. Uh, anyhow, we are going to go ahead and get the hell off of here. But thank you all for listening. We appreciate you guys. Uh, keep sending in the emails. We enjoy them, and also we get a lot out of them. We really do. So. Um,
0: thank hope- you, everybody.
1: Who is it? Was it Laura in Osage Beach? If you're over, if you're of age and single, you know, you know what your duty is to Rob. Yes. So I expect Rob (laughs) to come back to me and go, "Man, I got the most hottest fucking chick. Sending me inbox stuff. Oh, it's great. Her name's Laura from Osage Beach.
0: Honestly, (laughs) Mark. After that, I (laughs) expect
1: All right. Everybody have a good night. Thank you. All this is tongue-in-cheek. You guys know this. We tell you right off the bat, don't believe anything we say. Everything we say is bullshit. So, anyhow, have a great week. We'll talk to you guys uh, next time around. Have a good night. Thank you, Rob.
0: Thank you, Mark. Good night, everybody. Good night, everybody.
1: Where they go? Where are the douchebags? Hmm. Oh my god, someone took a dump in the corner. Oh jeez. Ugh. I'm glad they're gone. Let's just hope they don't come back. Oh, man, that smells.